The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Radical body positivity. Pizza is a vegetable. Fat oppression. As a small fat, didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25, Hundo and Quattro of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and ye old hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everston K2 Flexing on all you beaches. Yeah, all the fucking Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. All right, fam. Welcome to the show. 2504. Make sure you smash the like button and drop a comment down below. What are you smashing today? Remember to leave us a review on Spotify, Apple podcast, anywhere you bang your ear holes and check all the links in the show notes below for apparel for joining the swole fam over at swolenormousx.com. All that is down there. Welcome to everyone coming in for the stream and for the man cast. We have a great show today. It's Wednesday, March the Quincey. Let's fucking get after it. Drop in the comments. What are you smashing? Let's summon the Falcon, bust the nut open, and get today's amazing swole card out. It is going to be a wild ride. Here we go, beaches. The voice of an angel. That was magical. That was that was that was fantastic.
Don't forget to cup the balls. Cheers, Leo. Cheers. Very nice. Hashtag butt my thyroid now, of course. If you actually have any issues with your thyroid, we sympathize. But of course, if you are out in the world, you know that most people blame situations that are a product of their habits. Most people trash their bodies for decades and then blame their thyroid or blame their genetics. But it's not really your genetics. It's your shitty fucking habits. So let's uh, let's get back to the basics. Let's focus on the things that we can control. And many of these situations, many of these issues uh, will be non-issues. They won't exist. So get after it. Go to the fucking gym. Follow those seven pillars. And again, Drop some biceps and girls in the comments down below. Let's get into that tip, fam. Are you ready for an amazing show? Let's see the Tainty Man. No church today, but we have the Tainty Man. Aww. Isn't he glorious? Isn't he glorious? Oh, he's so sweet and snuggly and looking delicious. All right, fam, let's get into that tip. We have a great show. Let's get into those swole fam posts. Here we go, beaches. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Don't forget to moisturize. Okay, uh, two days ago, we had our accountability meeting, so we dropped some new releases. If you haven't yet checked it out, click on the updates tab. If you're a member uh, over there at Swolnormous X, you're part of the Swole fam. We have a brand new Yin for Total Body, number nine with Rachel. That's a great fucking class. If you've tried it already, drop that in the comments. That's a fire class. Yin yoga is amazing. So our ninth Total Body Yin class, and we have almost 300 classes. So go and check them all out. The yoga studio is absolutely legit. We also have some discounts available over there at papasolio.com to get some merch. And uh, we have a brand new Ice Blue Veil Puto Gymnasio. Go to the fucking gym, GTTFG, VAPG, uh, in this nice ice blue, this crystal meth, this crystal meth color, and it's fire. So it goes to match the toxic green, the fire yellow red that we originally dropped. And of course, now we have the, the nice crystal meth blue. Go to the fucking gym and the brand new and amazing swole Deanna Jones and the last rep. I don't know why the image is, is smaller on these pictures. The, the logo, the whole picture and things take up much more of the shirt on the uh, actual design, but it's a great design. I'm trying to zoom in a little bit. Swole Deanna Jones and the last rep, the first of a new series. So go and check that out over there at papasolio.com. Fucking fire design. Cracks me up every single time. Every single time. Swole Deanna Jones, the last rep. I love it. Took so long to get to fruition with that one, uh, but fucking fantastic. All right, let's get into the first Swole Fam post. Let's kick it off with one from uh, Christian. What's in the box? Here we go. What's in the box? What do we got here? All right, Christian, we got some pictures. Let's zoom into the text. Christian, approximately a six-mile hike today at Lost Maple State Park. I'm going to feel my legs during leg day tomorrow for sure. Repping my swole swag on the hike. Today's weather was so lovely for a day outdoors and in nature. I love this time of year when my workouts can be done outdoors. And look at you. Look at you. Got the swole, got the swole hoodie, got the swole hat, looking awesome. And of course, smiling as usual. Let's get a little America. I love it, Christian. Thanks for sharing. Man, like every single day you have a picture of her working out. If you don't feel inspired to train, just literally open up the Facebook group and go check out the latest post from Christian and she'll be working out and enjoying every moment of it. Of course, she's like anyone else. She doesn't always feel like it, but of course she's going to feel good when she does it. Our smiling Christian. All right. Post here from Jack from the discussion boards on X. Hey fam, my name is Jack and I've been a listener of the show for over a year and roughly a member for roughly a month. 
One of the reasons I joined is because my personal health and well-being is paramount, and I need a kick in the ass to get back into the healthy mindset I was while I was in college. Additionally, I work as a police officer, and I fully believe that when I swore uh, my oath, I also swore away the excuses of being fat and out of shape. Because of what I do, I not only owe it to myself to be the healthiest I can be, both mentally and physically, but I owe it to the citizens I serve and my partners I serve alongside. Well said, and thank you for your service. Fantastic. Let's get another America. I agree. It's very similar if you're a parent and you have people that depend on you, like your children. And if you have partners, and literally, when you're a police officer, their lives depend on you. If you can't perform at your highest, their lives are in jeopardy. So think about, in other words, what you would want from your partner. So Jack, obviously, I'm sure you thought this through. You want your partner to be taking care of themselves. Imagine if your partner was fat and fucking lazy and you, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't have a, it doesn't lead to a lot of confidence. If you get into a sticky situation, they can't perform. Your life is in jeopardy. So absolutely. You're not the only one. You're not the only one that, uh, that benefits from you being in shape especially the citizens and the people that you protect and also your partner. Uh, hey, Seuss from uh, the Facebook group, the Swell Fam Facebook group. Hi, everyone. Want to take the time and introduce myself. My name is Jesus and I'm from California. I have just joined Swolnormous X a little about myself. I was really unfit and had hit rock bottom in life with my weight showing the most effects of my bad decisions. Getting on that scale and seeing 300 pounds made me snap out of whatever I was going through. I started my fitness journey nine months ago, and I'm currently 245 pounds. I still have a long way to go, but I have hit a point where I'm struggling to lose more weight and stay consistent in diet, and I'm really hoping this community can motivate me to keep pushing. Well, we can definitely support you. Of course, you're the one that has to do it no matter what. So motivation is bullshit. We will give you the tools. We will kick you in the taint and slap you on the back when you do well and um, or when you don't step up and do what you need to do. But this is, um, this is something that just has to get done. So if you're focusing on the seven pillars, Jesus, and I'm sure you probably download your copy already. If not, you could download it from the main menu. But if you focus on those seven pillars, whether or not you feel like it, whether you're in a good mood, a bad mood, whether it's rainy or sunny, cold, hot, whatever it is, if you focus on those seven pillars and you execute them every day, you will make progress. And anytime someone says they hit a plateau, I always mention the stock market or certain situations where if you zoom in close enough, even on a day to day, you'll see how it goes horizontal. So if you're looking at it in a real micro, if you're looking at it from a week or you're looking at it on a day or hour by hour, especially when it comes to weight loss or however you're measuring, if you're just measuring weight, that's the worst thing to do. So you don't get satisfaction unless the scale goes down, which is not the most important thing. It really isn't that will as a product of your habits. So if you're watching your progress, whether it's strength, whether it's weight loss or whatever it is, if you look, if you zoom really close in, it'll look like it's going horizontal, but sometimes it has to go horizontal for a week or two before it goes down again. Cause your body is always changing. It's always in flux. You're building muscle. You have extra water weight. You have inflammation. You're tired. You have cortisol levels that fluctuate. So it's going to, you're, you eat more carbs, you eat less carbs. So your body's going to fluctuate nonstop and it doesn't want to lose body fat. It doesn't want to put on muscle. So you're trying to force these adaptations and sometimes you'll do better at it than others. So you have to be patient and keep on doing the things that you can control and executing on those seven pillars. So don't obsess about the weight loss. Uh, it's really going to 
frustrates you more than anything. So you started your fitness during nine months ago. Jesus Christ, I've been training and lifting weights for over 20 years. So you're brand fucking new. You're brand new into this and you're already seeing a lot of progress. So um, 300 pounds, you lost 55 pounds. You have a long way to go, sure. But now the other thing in the swole fam, you're gonna probably start doing things properly. You're gonna do an elimination diet. You're gonna get into yoga and all the seven pillars. So just stay focused and stay after it. Nine months is brand new. As we always say, I remember my first idea. You're starting off. You're starting off nine months, nine months. And you're just not, you're not going to consistently just see progress just because you're doing it. Um, remember your body will adapt to it. So then you have to step up your game or be more consistent or lift more weights more often. Just do better. You just got to do better consistently over time. All right. Mark says fat phobic post incoming. Uh-oh. All right. That's a huge bitch. Fat phobic post. Here we go. Um, how dare you? Oh, you called for a how dare you. Gotcha. How dare you? The pic on the left came up on my Facebook memories. That was when I decided to not glorify obesity anymore, but to defeat it. I had my fair shares of ups and downs when I started uh, up until now. I had the mindset of eating whatever I wanted as long as I went to the gym. That as long as I was sweating, it meant I was doing something right. Water isn't a necessity. Just to name a few of my fuck ups. Thankfully, I found good people to push me and see the errors of my nonsense that I was feeding myself. It also came with the lifestyle changes, which not just included food and fitness, but other factors I had in my life around me. I was essentially slowly starting to feff even before I came across Papa, just swinging that knowledge cock on Instagram. I apologize for the long post. It's just that I'm pretty proud of myself to see where I started to where I am at now. I'm, I'm stoked to show the pictures too. Most would say that the work is essentially over for me, uh, but it's never ending. If there's anything I've learned, it's that taking care of yourself is a lifelong commitment, not something you do for a few months and then just kick to the curb afterwards. It is being consistent and taking accountability even when you fuck up. So here's to making changes and being fat phobic for the rest of my life. The left side, I believe I was sitting at about 315 or 320, and the right is about 255 at the moment, and I'm trying to get under 250. P.S. I know that's not the best apparel in the world I'm wearing now. Mm. As I write this, I'm currently waiting on my gym riz, and I'm the one who lifts shirt to come in the mail. Oh, I am the one who lifts. Oh, yeah, the new gear. Happy lifting, swole fam. Hashtag fatphobic and proud. Go to the fucking gym. Fuck your excuses. And I got Harry, I got hairy legs. Legs. So look at that, Mark. Fantastic. I know he threw in some Matt Damon's earlier for when he was Matt slacking. Damon. And you know what's funny from the pictures? You can see the biggest is around the waist, right? You can see the just your shoulders. How you're more carved around the traps, your deltoids. You have less gunch around the waist, and I'm sure your legs look the same. So you could see the exact how on the top or on the left, I should say. He has that, I don't want to say hourglass, but he has that kind of round, that round bloating and extra fat. On the right, he has more of that V taper and strong upper body. Look at the traps, look at the deltoids, look at the biceps, uh, his face, just everything. Uh, so fantastic. So you lost like 60 or 70 pounds and still crushing it. And yes, it's not the greatest merch. He's not covering his nips with the best, you know, merch in the game, but of course not as healthy as Lizzo. Of course not. Why, why would I, you can would, be fat and not be gonna healthy. Go, I'm sorry, lie. Lizzo healthier than I will ever be. So not quite as healthy as Lizzo, but Mark is getting there. And that's why Mark is crushing the seven pillars every day because he aspires to be as healthy as 
Lizzo. Fantastic, dude. That's awesome. That's the mindset, bro. That's the mindset. Good for you. Good for you. And I like how you had the little soundboards uh, built in there. I didn't want to hit Matt Damon three times when I was reading because it was a really good post. I wanted to lean into it. Um, so I appreciate I appreciate the cues. It's like a whole it's like a screenplay. All right. Our last wolf fan post is from uh, Richard. Let's see from the Facebook group. Let's see. Good evening. Uh, good evening. All just joined the swole fam going to start day one of the 90 day dash today. I figured it's time for a change in my life. I am a father of three boys and no longer want the dad bod. I want more energy and feeling less bloated and just to get more of my life back on track and maybe later on be able to get those abs that I've always desired and be more lean. Uh, Richard, maybe in the pursuit of your gains, we'll get a period. We'll get some punctuation in there. <laughs> That's a great post too. Welcome, Richard. Welcome, Richard. I'm just busting your chops. But so if I'm starting to read a post and then I notice there's no period, I'm like, oops, and I have to add punctuation on the fly. But most people are typing on their phones and they're at a red light or something like that. So you're just kind of shooting that off. So just busting your chops. Thanks again for posting, Richard. Welcome to the Swole Fam. And that's one of the things that you'll find the most quickly, I would say. And you could drop in the comments below what your experience was. But a lot of people, when they, especially when they start elimination diet, they start cutting out some of these foods right away. They start making some fundamental seismic changes, like they're getting rid of gluten. They're getting rid of vegetable oils. All of a sudden, the bloating just boom, just disappears. And you start feeling so much better. And this is why I say you have to start feeling the difference first to make a lot of, to like, to make a lot more changes. If you really want to make a lot of progress, a lot of times you have to see some progress first. And that's kind of a, a catch 22. Cause a lot of times people will quit before they see progress and they quit just before they're going to make progress. And they just have to go a little bit further. But once you get a taste of feeling really good and then you realize, oh my God, I feel so good when I do this. Is it possible that I could feel better if I do this too? If I add this as well, what if I go to sleep earlier? What if I get up earlier? What if I meditate a little bit more? What if I practice yoga? What if I, you know, add some more sunlight to my routine? And then you start feeling better and better and better. And you get addicted to feeling better. And you naturally don't want these junk foods. You naturally don't want these vices and these things that are gumming up your system that are trapping everyone else in society that are holding everyone else back. You just want more and more and more. And then it's not psychologically before you start, you might feel like it's a restriction. Oh, I'm going to be cutting out this. I'm going to be cutting out this. You're looking at it glass half empty rather than half full. Rather than all the things that you're not putting in your mouth, what are you putting in your mouth? And think about the abundance of the things that you are consuming, the nutrient dense foods that you're going to be consuming. Not all the shit. There's endless amounts of garbage and junk and poison that you could put in your body, but you're not. So you have to think about it more positively. And then once you start feeling, once Richard starts feeling more energy and starts feeling less bloated and he has more self-confidence and feels better about what he's doing for himself, he becomes a better leader for his children. And he's more proud of himself because now his children have a better role model to look up to and they see dad taking care of himself. And it's a snowball effect. You're actually teaching them by leading by example. So fire. Fire Richard. If you're ready to join Richard and Mark and everyone else crushing the Swole fam, uh, check us out. SwoleNormousX.com. Link in the show notes below. Um, you could join today 
and get access to all of our programs, yoga, meditation, nutrition, jumpstart, elimination diet, thousands of recipes. Check it out. If you have any questions, just use a live chat on the website or send us an email to support at solenormous.com and, uh, or ask on the show, just hop in. You could call in to ask Speaking of which it's time for some knowledge cock. So if you have questions, drop in the comments below hashtag ask Papa Swolio. All right. Um, let's see your statement. Bacon isn't nutrient dense. It is nutrient dense. Not as good as grass fed beef or something like that, but quality bacon in, I don't eat it all the time. I guess it gets a pass since it conveniently tastes good, good bro science. It's not bro science. There are benefits. There are benefits to quality heritage breed pork. Absolutely. Uh, I would, would not say it's as good as grass fed beef or wild game. So uh, just because it's something that you don't agree with doesn't make it bro science. That's a silly, that's a silly cope for things that uh, don't fit whatever, I don't know, paradigms you're familiar with. All right, let's see here. Uh, but if you have, what do you eat? Curious, what's your nutrition like? Right, you could drop a question in the comments below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swole. Let's take the first call. Uh, Benson, drop in the chat. Benson, you're on the schline. Hello, Papa. Hello. Today is Valentine's Day and in Taiwan. And my girlfriend and I are long-distance relationship. And she went out for studying. After studying, she going to... What, hang out with a friend to eat something instead of calling me but she's already finished study and she's not eating she's just going with her friend so she talk a talk this problem with her with him with her or sh i shouldn't talk with her Hmm. All right. Does anyone else know what just happened? I'm not sure I completely picked up on it. She finished studying and then went out with friends. Did she go out with another guy or she didn't eat or she's going out and not taking care of herself? Does anyone else know exactly? I know you did your best asking the question, Benson, but I, I, I can tell he wants relationship advice. I just don't know what advice to give because I don't understand the question, the proposition. So Benson, if you want to call back in, happy to, um, happy to listen or take another call. Uh, Maddie says, if it just, just, just trying to get some maybe feedback, if anyone else heard it better than I did, I just want to make sure I heard it right before I voice my opinion. Maddie says his girlfriend is eating out with her friends and then not eating at home. That's what I kind of thought. It's Valentine's Day and is going out with another guy, not eating. But he's wondering if he should theft that beach. Is that what happened? Going out with another guy? Because I thought he was saying that she was going out with friends. Lacey says, I think he's concerned with her not eating. Yeah, I kind of thought that. And then his girlfriend is going out with another guy on Valentine's Day. Well, that's a problem. I mean, then, she, dude, find, then find someone else for if long distance relate. If she's if she's if she's actually going out with someone else, then yeah, that's not a relationship. 
So if that's if, if that's actually what you said, then fuck that bitch. Find someone else. There's billions of people in the world. So, I mean, whatever the issue is, have this conversation. But that's an issue with a long distance relationship is you're not there. And she's not there. I mean, I don't think the I think I don't think long distance relationships really work unless you've been together for a while and then maybe you're serving in the military. Like that has a lot of issues and a lot of people, those relationships don't end well oftentimes, but maybe you have to travel for work and it's something that you have a strong foundation to begin with. All right. Um, hopefully heard it. If you need to clarify, if you hear the answer and you're like, no, nah, that's not really what happened. Um, just drop that in the, in the thoughts, drop that again on the, on the side. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Most of us, most people didn't really understand what that question was. Uh, let's see. Freddie Craven, Papa Swilio, I heard you talk about raw honey. What's the difference between that and regular honey that you buy from stores? A lot of times it's, it's heated. Um, there could be sugar added. It can be denatured. Uh, just natural raw honey has a lot of quality, a lot of beneficial qualities. Plus if you're getting uh, pasteurized, I'm not sure if it's actually called pasteurized, but it's like, you know, heated and processed, um, it can strip a lot of the antibacterial properties, but also it can be mixed in from all sorts of different things. And when you have, a, let's say, a local raw honey, for example, it's beneficial for even things like not just anti antibacterial properties, but or vasodilation, nitric oxide and stuff like that in the body, but also because of its local. Pretty sure it's beneficial for those things. It's also good for allergies because if it's local and the bees are pollinating locally in your area, it can mitigate your the severity of allergies. It's like anything else. Raw dairy has lactase and has other beneficial properties. Whereas when you pasteurize and you heat, you denature and you kill off a lot of the, the issue or a lot of the, the benefit benefits of a food like dairy. Raw dairy. I don't have any issues, but pasteurized dairy fucks me up. And a lot of people have issues with that. Was that the was that the thing? Pedro says, uh, Valentine's Day in Taiwan, long distance relationship. She went out with her friends to eat something instead of calling him. She is done eating and just hanging out, not eating. Should he talk? So in other words, where is she? I don't know. It's not Valentine's Day, like Mama Soy and I, we don't do anything for Valentine's Day. I don't need the the government or something to tell me, oh, do this on this day. I, I don't like that approach. So I never do anything for Valentine's Day. Fuck that shit. So maybe is this the first Valentine's Day? Some people don't care about that stuff. Or if she's in a different country, she might not recognize it because no one in her. Like, is she in Taiwan? Is she in the same culture, the same area? If she's in another country and it's long distance, then there might not be any signs around that it's, and you might forget different time zones. I don't know. I couldn't pick up that much. Uh, saying zero, Papa Swolio, how much gym to lose weight? JK, love you, Papa. You always have to ask like a garbage question first <laughs> before you actually ask your question. Um, I did a fast from Monday to just this morning. From Monday, it's like 48 hours. 
and I broke the fast with three eggs, is it normal for that food to go right through you? I assume so since I'm empty more likely. Right through you like you had the shits. I mean, breaking a fast with solid food, some people like to just do, maybe it was too much for you. Is it the first time you've ever done it? Is this your first experience with longer fasts? Is it normal? I wouldn't say it's normal. Maybe if you ate too much or it's too heavy, but I wouldn't think that eggs or three eggs would be too much. Maybe you want to try it next time you try it, try a different type of food and see if you, did you feel bad as well. And just because you didn't eat, by the way, oops, just because you didn't eat for two days doesn't mean you don't have anything for excretion. Your body is always, you still have things in your intestines that are absorbing and your body will still have byproducts. It won't have as much, but your body will still have things building up, just not to the point of maybe having to go to the bathroom as regularly if you're not eating for a day or two. Uh, Tiffany, Papa Soy, I'm doing an elimination diet. No junk food, no gluten, no dairy. My dietitian wants me to have more fiber, but spinach and beans are killing my stomach. How much fiber do you actually need? It's a good question. There's a lot of varying opinions out there. Um, obviously, if spinach and beans are big no-nos, in my opinion. The oxalates and spinach, I, I don't like spinach. I don't like the taste. Burns my tongue. I, I don't like it at all. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, I don't eat any of that stuff. Uh, beans are high in lectins unless you pressure cook them. They can cause a lot of distress and autoimmune issues. Uh, in terms of fiber, you can have some fruit. Why, why, are you eating fruit? You can get plenty of fiber. How much fiber do you need? I think a lot less than, what were the normal recommendations? Like 30 grams or 40 grams of fiber. That's a lot. That's a lot. So you can get some fiber or enough fiber, in my opinion, from fruit or from, yeah, I, I don't think you need anywhere near as much as those recommendations. A lot of these recommendations are the bare minimum for survival, like to prevent scurvy, consume this much vitamin C and X, Y, and Z. But of course, if you're going off a standard American diet, you're nutrient deficient pretty much everywhere. So I think that would vary. I don't think it's like across the board people need. The more fiber, the better. Some people are eating 100 grams of fiber a day and it's like, fuck, how the hell do you shit? I would just be bloated to hell if I was eating that much fiber. And this is just from testing, from testing and doing elimination and refining over the years. I just feel better and better when I eat meat and fruit and raw dairy and organs. I have no desire. I'm not missing anything. Energy-wise, energy uh, strength-wise, Skin, health, nails, sleep quality. I there's I haven't been eating vegetables. I still ha I have fruit, but I, I'm not eating vegetables and there's no health consequences. I'm not lacking. I don't have issues going to the bathroom regularly. I don't have bloating. I feel great. So trial and error. Let's see. Uh, Jeff, heated honey just basically becomes just sugar. It's the same thing with milk. You're getting white sugar water. Just getting and tons of lactose without the beneficial lactase enzymes as well as other beneficial bacteria. Let's see. Who this guy? Papa Soul, I know you're a big fan of barbell curls. 
curls for the girls. In swole season, some days are barbell curls, some are dumbbell. Is there a reason why you programmed it this way? Uh, I'd have to look at it specifically again, but a little variety. If you do dumbbell curls and you prefer barbell, then do barbell. It's really not that important. Unless you're doing something like an incline curl or a spider curl, there could be some options, right? If you're doing an incline curls, you can't do it with the bar. You need to use dumbbells or cables uh, to hit the long head in that way. You can't use a barbell because obviously it'll, it'll hit you. So some you sometimes a little bit of a subtle tweak is enough. You don't need to be doing dramatically different exercises. So for example, uh, bench press versus barbell versus dumbbell. Some people swear by barbells, other people dumbbell. Subtly tweaking it. When I do chest days, I don't always do barbell. Sometimes I do dumbbell. Sometimes I do both. Sometimes I'll do incline barbell and then flat dumbbell. Or I'll do incline dumbbell and then flat flies or incline flies. You just need to hit it from different angles. And sometimes a different tool in that day gives you enough mechanical variety and stabilizer activation and just hits the fibers a little bit differently to stimulate some overload. Uh, But bottom line, more overload progressively over time, more results or the proper signals being sent to your body, then you're doing the proper recovery methods and you're going to grow and you're going to develop and get stronger. So everyone's different sometimes depending on your shoulder width, depending on your wrist mobility and things like that, you might find better activation when you do a dumbbell versus a barbell. So when it comes to those kinds of nuances, you could swap it out. If you like one, if one really crushes you a lot more and it's noticeable, then do that one more. So yeah, there's a reason behind it, but it's the subtle mechanical changes because everyone knows a a dumbbell curl is different than a barbell curl. And also understand that if you're doing barbell exercises, you can have you can you can have imbalances with your muscles. Sometimes when you're doing a barbell, one arm, a dominant arm will take over. So when you do a dumbbell, all of a sudden it exposes weaknesses and your left arm or right arm is a lot weaker than your other side. So it can help you target certain areas and certain uh, dominant or weaker sides that might be getting imbalanced. Uh, YouTube is trash. I hate running for long periods. Is it just as beneficial to run for 10 minutes every other hour of the day until I reach 60 minutes? You have a lot of free time on your hands. <laughs> That's a lot. Just like just the whole day just to run randomly. Uh, is it just as beneficial? It's completely different. You're talking about different durations and intensities. So your body will tap into different energy stores. If you're doing an hour of running, that's a huge difference from doing faster running. So you're talking more intervals. Um, You don't have to do running. You're better off, in my opinion, doing sprints or going for a long walk. What are you trying to accomplish? Running is overrated for, depends on what you're trying to accomplish. A lot of people run because they think that's how they need to lose fat and to get abs and to build muscle. And that's couldn't be farther from the truth. It's good to have cardiovascular adaptations and to have good cardiovascular capacity, but there's many different ways to do it. If you don't like running, you could do other things. You could do kettlebells, you could do clubs, you could do sandbag work, you could do sled work. There's a lot of ways to do cardio. You could do hill sprints and things like that. So it's definitely very different. If you're doing 10 minutes of running, you'll be able to go at a higher intensity. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it every hour. You can just do different types of, you could do 30 minutes total and do intervals of one or two minutes of like faster pace, and then a walk, like run, run, jog, walk kind of thing. There's different ways to do it or to program it if that's what you're into. In general, I would think if you're trying to build muscle and lean out, I would recommend higher intensity, shorter durations. 
you definitely don't, don't need to take up that much time in the day. You could do, I think you're better off doing 30 seconds or a minute and then two or three minutes rest or walking and do that for like 10, 15 minutes total. You'll get, you'll stack more time of a higher intensity than longer, slow duration. All right, let's see. Scrolling. Let's take a call. If you have any questions, drop in the comments. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Let's take this one from Daniel Gomez. You're on the sleeves. What should I do if I'm like really cansado and don't want to go to the gym? If I'm like just a little bitch and don't want to go? What should I do, Papa Swolio? I got you. I got you, Daniel. If you're, if you're a little cansado, um, veil puto gimnasio. That's what you should do. Veil puto fucking gimnasio. Appreciate the call. Let's take another one. Is this the same Daniel? Just getting buffer, make your voice sound thicker. So uh, it goes from this to this. Now I sound like Batman. What is the best move to silence a woman? What the fuck just happened? What is going on with these calls? Okay, there are a lot of people that follow. Are there any? Is there anyone out there that has a really good question? I, I give you the opportunity to call in and to ask any question. I don't even know what you said. <laughs> Talk like Batman. Go to the fucking gym, bro. Stop talking like Batman into the phone and wasting all of our time. Go to the fucking gym. Jesus Christ. And don't do drugs. Stop doing drugs. Stop doing drugs. It's not good. People are on that methylene blue, huh? <laughs> All right, last call, Jim, and then we'll take Does some more. Does Papa ever rest? All right, we get this lot. We get this rest question a lot. So, I am not a, uh, I am not some strange person that just doesn't sleep and just lifts nonstop all the time. I do train a lot. I do lift a lot. Uh, you know, but I, I, I do. Uh, absolutely take recovery days. Today's one of those days. My legs, I I'm not even joking. I fucked them up yesterday. I knew I fucked them up because when you do legs in the same day, you're sore. It's like, this is, this is not good. This is not going to be good. And it's definitely, it's good. It's not good in the sense that this is painful, but it was delicious. So great pump, my hamstrings, I'm fucking jacked up. So I'm going to do some mobility, probably grab a light kettlebell and do some mobility work. My upper body is sore. I did 20 minutes of club. I'll probably just do some club swinging. I'm definitely not going to do heavy weight training today, but I'll hit it again tomorrow. So I did cold plunge earlier. I'll do sauna. I'll just do some light stuff and then do the sauna. So I do active recovery. I don't like rest days. I think rest days are a scam. I think people are too fucking lazy already. Everyone's always, everyone eats shit. And everyone rests too much. People barely take care of themselves. And then they start an exercise program and they're already thinking about rest days. They eat shit their entire fucking lives. And then they start a diet and they want, okay, but this is Sunday is going to be my cheat day. Yo, you've been cheating your whole fucking life. Enough, enough building in these addictive outs. You're building in excuses to your program. I'm going to have a cheat meal. If you need a cheat meal, you're not fundamental. You don't understand nutrition. You don't understand how to eat properly. You don't understand what food actually does to your body. You're not serious. Oh yeah, but The Rock has cheat meals. I don't give a fuck what The Rock does. He also takes a lot of juice. But The Rock is natural. He's just Samoan. Oh, shut the fuck up. 
You're an idiot. <laughs> I went off topic a little bit, but yeah, anyway. Let's see. Uh, Lady Hawk, Papa Soy, how do you advise to measure body fat percentage? Is there a good way to eyeball it? Or a good reference guide for females I've been cutting and starting to look pretty lean? Yeah, there's pictures online that give you an approximation, but everyone's different. Everyone distributes fat differently. Um, in my opinion, it's not really important to measure body fat percentage. Once you get kind of lean enough, that's pretty good. What's the difference if it says 14 or 11 or 17? Doesn't matter. You know, circumferential measurements, how your clothes fit, your performance is much more important. Um, body fat percentage is really sketchy unless you're doing a DEXA scan, unless you have a really high quality pair of calipers and you have a professional that really knows what they're doing. And that could be consistent from time to time. Um, and the location of where they do caliper and skin fold measurements, you could do underwater weighing those little bioelectrical impedance things are kind of bullshit, especially like the ones you hold or you stand on a scale. It's like, eh, it's a ballpark, but if you have too much water, you have jewelry on or you're very obese it becomes much less accurate i just don't think body fat people make a big deal about body fat percentage it's not a competition right so it's just not a competition and people have this people have this idea that it's like oh i need to be you know 17 percent. so 16 percent is better i have no fucking idea what my body fat percentage is i know if i look leaner it's like okay I'm losing some body fat or I'll cut down the carbs a little bit. If I want to lean out a little bit, if I'm not bulking and lifting heavy and eating big, I can tone down a little bit. I don't care if it says 14 or 13 and a half. I think it's much better to avoid any kind of, you know, psychological mind fucker. Oh, I'm getting a little fatter or oh, I'm a little bit heavier. So you just want to avoid over obsessing over those metrics, especially if they're not accurate. Now, body fat, you know, stepping on a scale once in a while, it's one thing to kind of get an idea but if you step on a scale, it's accurate for your body weight. If you have a good scale and you're consistent, you're doing it in the morning after you go to the bathroom, you know, pee and poop, and then you weigh yourself before you drink any water, it's an accurate measurement of your mass of like your overall, but it's not accurate as to the details, it's not accurate to, as to the composition. So doing that every couple of weeks or a month can give you an idea, pair that up with circumference measurements that are properly done, you know, pictures from all angles, proper lighting, same distance, same clothes, same time of day. It's just the more consistent you are with your measurements, whatever they are, will give you, you know, more consistent. So it's not just the type of measurement. It's the consistency of those measurements and who's taking them, the reliability and the inter-rater reliability, which is the person. If you have, let's say someone doing caliper measurements, you go to a different gym and someone else does it with the calipers, with a different pair of calipers in different locations, and you go to someone else, the next time it's not consistent. So it's going to just be a bullshit response or a bullshit outcome. But you can go to a, a spa or some of these places that will do assessments. They'll have a, they'll have these different systems. You'll probably find them at places where it's either like a spa or a performance clinic or where they have cryotherapy and they'll have um, sound deprivation tanks. There might be something where you have a package like, oh, body fat analysis and nutritional consulting. There might be one of those places you can just Google it. I would pay attention to those things more because then you go back the next time and you get another, of course, it's going to cost you money, but anything handheld or at home is not going to be accurate. It's not worth it in my opinion. Who this guy, Papa Swole, with your experience with P90X, what are your thoughts on the Yoga X from the program? It's still one of my favorite yoga sessions to do this day. Um, I don't remember it that well. It got a lot of people into yoga, so that's great if you enjoy it. In terms of the programming, 
with P90X, it was way too long. So it was before it's, I wouldn't say it's ahead of its time, but it was a, it was a, you know, quote, groundbreaking program because one of the, it was pretty much like the first at-home workout that I was actually training. It wasn't bullshit, some fad like six second or six minute abs and Jane Fonda's workout and booty bullshit. It was actually pull-ups, push-ups, lifting weights. There's a lot of things in the form and exercise that are like, oh, super cringe today. But, uh, you know, if you like it, that's fine. It was just way too long. The yoga in that program should have been 30 minutes because a lot of people skipped it because it was 90 minutes or some shit. Or they had abs at the end. It was just way too long. Way too long. So a lot of people, even more people that did it, didn't do it. Used to skip it and not look forward to it. It should have been 30 minutes and it would have gotten a lot more people into yoga. They should have had like a 30 minute and then also had like a 60 minute option. But, you know, looking back, hindsight's 2020. But if you like it, I mean, do it, go for it. Got a lot of people. It got a lot of people into it. Did, it did a lot for getting men into doing yoga. Elijah, uh, Papa Solio. What's up, Elijah? My, if my work schedule gives me only gives me 10 hours, 10 hours that in home during the week, should I prioritize eight hours of sleep or getting solid workouts in? I still need a little time for the kids and food. Your work schedule only gives you 10 hours at home during the week, like 10 hours total. Should I prioritize ooh. eight hours of sleep or getting solid workouts in? Well, I still need a little time for the kids and food. So is it eight hours of sleep and no workout or seven hours of sleep and an hour working out? I would get seven hours because if you're not lifting, then you're not going to be building anything. It doesn't take that long, especially if you're limited with time to cause the kind of stress that you need. So you can get a very efficient 30 minute or an hour workout in and get seven hours of sleep. If that's the trade-off, I would do that. I see a couple more questions. Freddie Craven, Papa Solia. What would the differences be between, I'm going to try to scroll up with more chats. I'm, I'm a little bit behind. All right, let me see. Scrolling, got some good questions. I want to make sure I flag them so I can stay up to date with the chat. Just give me one second. Dun, 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 dun. Oops. Just want to flag a couple and then get up to the chat. We'll see how quickly we can get through these and then move on to some balls deep. Freddie, Papa Soli, what would the differences be between, be between doing a barbell overhead press with a regular barbell and an axle bar? You mean just a thicker bar? So there's a couple things you can do um, with an overhead press. I'll just give you a a bunch of options. So for a barbell, you have to clear your face. So it's a little bit of an uncomfortable movement. Plus you need, uh, plus when you push overhead, you're going to have a lot of external rotation and horizontal, I want to make sure, abduction. So that's uncomfortable for a lot of people's shoulders. What you can do is use a hex bar too. A lot of people don't use this amazing hack. Use a hex bar and then you're able to, you don't have to worry about clearing your face. Dumbbells are actually great because you can keep your elbows a little bit more tucked in and it's better clearance, more in the scapular plane for the shoulders. So you'll have less uh, friction. Uh, In terms of an axle bar, I'm assuming you just mean like the thicker bar. Like the difference is you're going to have to it might be a little bit easier on your grip strength. It might distribute a little bit more. Uh, so you don't have to like squeeze too tight. You can kind of keep more of like a flat, a flatter grip. 
so to speak, but you'll have to clear your face a little bit more. If that's just all you mean, it's just a thicker bar. So the problem with the overhead press is you have to kind of like lean back and get it back and over. I think it's great to do both, but I would play around with different modalities. Also, shoulder presses with kettlebells are great because of the weight distribution off on the back of your arm. It allows you to get a, a great stretch, takes a little bit more pressure. I would try that. Just some thoughts. All right, let's see. Uh, Nosfe. Nosfe? Let's see. Is 145 pounds too small for 510? Should I focus on getting some more muscle? Absolutely, in my opinion. You're asking my opinion, so I'm telling you. Too small, that's opinion. But at 510, like I'm a 510, 5'11, so, and I'm like 205, 210. So, in my opinion, absolutely put on some fucking mass. That's my opinion. You're asking me, so I'm telling you. Okay, John Papasoli, do you know why sled training seems to speed up my leg recovery? Seems counterintuitive. I would think sled work would make it worse. What kind of sled work? Reverse, reverse sled or just light, like pushing or pulling? Put like pushing and pulling going forwards or pulling going backwards. So for example, you are, if you're doing light sled, it's definitely great for recovery. So I'm going to do some sled work today, just very light. And it's because you're working the concentric movement. So it gets a lot of fluid into the joints and it's not the same type of stress. So when you get sore, you're getting sore from the eccentric contraction. There's three types of contractions. There's concentric, isometric, and eccentric. Concentric is when the muscles are overcoming the internal Tension is overcoming the external force. So let's say a curl on the way up. Isometric is when there's no change in length, but you're holding the weight. Your muscles just producing tension just to meet the weight. And the eccentric is when the internal tension of the muscle is not sufficient to overcome the weight and gravity and you're lowering. So you get sore from the eccentric. And when you're doing sled work, there's no eccentric. It's just concentric, concentric. So you're constantly focusing on the weakest contraction but it's never sufficient overload in order to cause that kind of traumatic overload for the muscles. So it gets a lot of blood flow, but it doesn't cause the same kind of overload and strain. So for example, you can't get that, an isometric would be like, you just put so much weight on, you can't push it. So either you can overcome it or you can't. You don't have that situation where you're doing like a negative where you're lowering it. Like, oh my God, the muscles are stretching and they're pulling and there's so much tension, the muscles can't handle it. Wax, a lot of questions. We're going deep today. Papa Soy, do you recommend? So, do you recommend that we don't lift heavy if trying to cut? My friend said I should increase reps and decrease weight. No, that, cutting is going to come down to nutrition and sleep, and it's going to come down to your nutrition more than your lifting. If you if you're doing caloric restriction for whatever reason you're probably not going to have the same type of energy. So I wouldn't recommend much of a deficit, if at all. Drop the carbohydrates a little bit, increase the protein. Your strength might decrease naturally, so you might want to you know, change your training protocol. Usually people that are going into like bodybuilding competition are doing a cut or performance, and they're doing that kind of stuff. They're more dehydrated, and they're more energy-deprived, so they don't have the, the same type of strength. I, I, I just be careful. You don't need a crazy deficit when you're trying to cut. And uh, you can. You can increase the repetitions and decrease the weight. In other words, you're lowering the intensity of your training. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Carson, you brought it up a few episodes ago about push-ups, but I couldn't find a video other than the standard one. Would you recommend negatives as you did pull-ups to increase number of push-ups? I would. 
I would. And the depth handles or blocks. And you could do single leg. You can do a weighted vest and do negatives. But yeah, absolutely negatives. This is why I always talk about for people that are struggling with uh, doing their first push-up, same way with the pull-up, do negatives. Put a pillow under your chest if you can't go all the way down and slowly do negatives and go as low as you can, removing pillows or towels to lower the or increase the range. Saying, do you use or have used fat grips? Yes, I do. I have a few pairs. I use them at least 90% of the time. Yeah, they're great. They're great. It'll decrease your tendonitis and issues like that from over gripping. So I use them. I love them on the, I have the Olympic easy curl bar from Rogue. It's great for reverse curls. I use it for dumbbell curls. Um, I use it on my converging chest press machine I have outside. So they're great. I mean, you can use them for, they're great for, they're great for bicep curls for bars. They're great for easy curl bar for triceps for skull crushers. Extensions are fantastic. I have the, I don't know if it's called the standard, but I have that. And I have the extreme one, the orange one. That's like fucking huge. That's ridiculous, but they're great. Fat grips are great. There's a bunch of different companies that make them now too, but fat grips are great. It's another reason why I like clubs and things like that, because you're getting that grip strength, that dynamic grip strength. So it's a great, it's a great way to get some grip strength in when it comes to, it's just like club work. Like club work is fantastic for that but the fat grips are a great way to translate because grip strength is going to be your weakest link when it comes to lifting. When you improve your grip strength, everything is going to improve. Elijah, is Pilates a good alternative to yoga? Uh, alternative, or it's just different. It's different. It was created because this guy, or Joseph Pilates, I believe he was in traction or incapacitated in the hospital. So he was doing exercise lying down in his hospital bed in order to build strength back up because he couldn't, you know, he had an accident or something like that. As a traditional Catholic, practicing yoga isn't permitted because of the spiritual roots of the practice. Oh, come on, dude. Come on. I'm not trying to demean anyone's religion, but come on. The spiritual roots. I mean, it's just you don't have to be meditating and, you know, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to go that deep with the yoga. Just do it from a fitness standpoint. But sure, do Pilates, whatever floats your boat, but you're missing out on the yoga, in my opinion. Just saying. It's very different. Very different. Uh, let's see. I don't like giving up on questions, so I want to try to get a couple more. Let's see. Uh, Papa Swolio, do you have any tips on how to maximize or minimize wrist pains while working out? My right wrist, ugh, my right wrist starts acting up once I'm done with my pull-ups and dips routine. Yeah, you got to strengthen your grip and strengthen the muscles in your fingers and your arms. Maybe you're not warming them up enough. Uh, you can get a bucket of 20 or 30 pounds of rice and warm up your wrist. You might not be warming up your, the tiny muscles in your fingers and your hands enough and working your extensors. So a Therabar, um, a flex bar is really good made by Therabar. You can get those on Amazon. I talk about them. We have them in the Amazon store. It's a great tool and it's great. Maybe you're just not warming up enough as well and improving grip strength. There's a lot of different ways to do that. Let's see a little tainty man here. Let's see if we get a couple more questions. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, great fucking questions, fam. Great questions. Let's, uh, let's get into some awesome questions. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's yeah. One thing that I like, um, one thing that I like the, 
you can you have these things where you can slide over your fingers and open them up for the extensors. You could use hand. Um, some people say you could use sand. I think rice is better because sand's gonna get a lot over your hands. It's gonna stick to your hands. It's gonna be harder to move. Um, it's gonna be a lot heavier. I just think rice is a better option. Plus, if you, I mean, you can buy sand. It's gonna make a lot more of a mess, in my opinion, in my experience. Plus, you don't want to get it from the beach because then you're gonna get organisms and moisture, and it's gonna stink and it's gonna get funky. But yes, the Tainty Man. And if you don't know, now you know only the Tainty Man can. So if you thought you could, you can't. You just can't. Only he can. And look, we got the Tainty Man. We got the zoom in. We got the, he's showing you his super taint. And he's so cute. And he's so cute. He's so cute. You're so cute, Tainty Man. Hashtag butt my thyroid for a chance to win today's Yow. scorecard, by the way. Yow. All right. Did... <laughs> All right. Love you, beaches. All right. hit the, Everyone hit the thumbs up button on YouTube. Make sure you check the links down below. Join the fam today. All that good shit. Leave us a review and uh, share the stream. We're live and uh, we're live. We're super live. We're going deep today. Like extra deep. We're so in. You feel that? Feel the balls? I know you do. First one. We got a story here. I thought this was funny. What's in the box? Um, because we talked about, we've talked about this before. So a lot of you know about the, the movie, The Whale, Brendan Fraser. The, the movie where he was really fat and had a fat suit or something on, I suppose. I didn't see it. I'm not going to watch it, but apparently it's good and people like it. And I'm sure there's a lot of virtue signaling that goes along with it, but um, nothing wrong with Brendan Fraser. More or less, I guess if I had to choose, I'm more of a fan than not. Uh, Dove Soap brand slams Oscar-winning film The Whale for using fat suit on Brendan Fraser and demands better representation in Hollywood in thinly veiled attempt to sell more soap. Matt I thought this was Jamie. So I guess what? I, well, Dove, is, Dove has been on the, the fat train for a while, right? The body positivity, whatever it is. Dove just wants you to rub their bars on your asshole. It's like, please buy our soap. Uh, I would not buy Dove soap. It's not, I would not put that shit on my skin, especially at this point. Um, get a beef tallow soap. It's, not expensive. It's better for your skin. It's you don't need to be soaping all the time anyway. But you can get the pits, the crack, and everything like that. Um, Dove soap is pretty gross. So I, I love how it's. Oh, you. So again, what? So using a fat suit is not good because the person wasn't actually seven hundred fucking pounds. Okay. Uh, let's see. The film received some criticism in the lead up to Sunday's Academy Awards. What else is new? As v viewers took issue with an actor playing an obese man when they were not obese themselves. Um, he got fat as fuck for that movie. He got fat as fuck for that movie. Now, I didn't see it. I don't know anything inside. I don't I, I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. Um, it. Just gross. Just not interested. Um, I'd rather... Whatever. In the latest swipe, Dove took a moral stance in response to a tweet in which one user said, our identity is not your costume. <laughs> our identity is not your costume. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the problem right there. I'll go back to it. That's the problem. Our identity is not your costume. Is that a user said? Dove didn't say that. Obesity is not your identity. That's the issue. Your identity is not, if your identity is obesity, that's the problem. So your identity is a disease. So you're just playing a victim and never going to change because otherwise you lose your identity. Um, on a side note, it's called acting for a reason. Okay. Uh, acting, if you don't know, can someone look up the definition? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. 
Uh, let's see, Wikipedia. Not that that's a... Actually, let's do dictionary. Not like Wikipedia is trustworthy. Not that dictionary.com is either. Let's see, uh, acting. Okay, um, let's see. Well, let's do an actor. A person who acts in stage plays, motion pictures, television broadcasts, etc. A person who does something, a participant. That's not as, that's not actually as good of a definition. In other words, you're pretending. Let's just put it that way. You're pretending to be something that you're not. Okay. It's called actor, acting. Like, I don't think when he was in the movie, The Mummy, I, I don't think there was real pharaohs and demons coming back and real beetles that were crawling under people's skin. Wasn't that that movie? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. So Dove wrote this. Uh, Stop giving fat suits awards. We want better representation in Hollywood. Hashtag let's change beauty. So let's, let me get this straight. Let me undo this. So let's say, all right. So let's say he didn't wear a fat suit. Let's say Brandon Fraser was 700 pounds, actually 700 pounds. Uh, We want better representation. Hashtag let's change beauty. So let's say this wasn't a fat suit in some respect. Is that beautiful? Should we change beauty to be something like that? Is beauty going to be, what does beauty have to do with this movie? I didn't see it. I don't know the, what, I don't know anything behind it. I already mentioned that. I don't think beauty is a part of this movie. I don't think there's, I, I don't think that's a theme from everything that I've seen from every clips. I, I, it doesn't seem like beauty plays a role in this feature film. Uh, so he did get fat, but obviously it said he wore a 330 pound fat suit. Well, obviously he looks like he was 600 pounds in this movie. So he got fat and then the fat suit accentuated because you're not going to ask him to get that fat. That's you know, he's on the brink of death in that case. Uh, let's see. The film has been a magnet for criticism. Um, saying that the movie was lacking in empathy due to its frightful portrayal of Frazier. Frazier revealed that wearing a 330 pound fat suit while shooting made him appreciate how physically and emotionally strong overweight people are. But some critics were not satisfied. Um, one Twitter account accused the film of appropriating obese people's identities <laughs> with the fat suit. Jesus Christ. If being fat is your identity, you need some hardship in your fucking life. You need, you, you need hard labor. You need to work on a chain gang for a couple months and boom, you'll be lean as shit. You need to do some physical activity. So it, it's, this whole thing was weird. We did a, we, we kind of covered this before when you have this, how physically and emotionally strong overweight people are. Look, I'm not trying to demean anyone. Some of you might be overweight. Some of you might be obese, but you're also listening to this. You're not lying to yourself. How physically and emotionally strong overweight people are. Is that what's happening here? If people are morbidly obese because they ate themselves and their lifestyle habits drove them into this situation, are they physically and emotionally strong? They're not physically strong. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Seriously, what the fuck are you talking about? It's the opposite. They're usually physically and emotionally weak. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm saying that because common sense and logic is still a thing. It still exists if you 
look for it hard enough. People have emotions. People have feelings. Okay. Doesn't mean every time you have one, you eat food. Doesn't mean you don't do the things that you need to do to take care of your body. Most people have trauma. Now, we have bastardized the term trauma. Everything is a trauma now. Everything is a a physical, everything is a violence on people now. All right. So I think we should make trauma actually trauma again. We have to stop calling everything trauma. Some people really have severe issues of abuse and molestation and issues, especially when they're younger. Like there's some serious tragedies and people cope with it in different ways, but it doesn't change the fact that your lifestyle habits will lead you that way. So a lot of people have trauma and issues and poverty and things like that, and they're extremely successful and they're driven and they navigate life. Like people are successful for every person that you can victimize in a certain way. They're the same amount or not, I shouldn't say the same amount of people. It's rare to succeed, but there are people that come from those kinds of backgrounds that are extremely successful. And that's what we admire, right? Someone who, you know, overcame all these odds and this like a heroic journey. So it, you're so you're saying just like from Ace Renter, so you're, or no from Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Like of course, it depends on how you react to these situations. Most people don't. Most people are not going to react well. Most people are not going to play in the NBA. Most people are not going to be a successful business owner. Most people are not going to be president of the United States. Most people, <laughs> well, I'm going to go there. Uh, most people are not going to. There's always tears. And not everyone's going to be at the top. Not everyone's going to be super successful, but it's a product of your habits and what you do every single day and the work you put in. And it's like anything else. It's cause and effect. So I don't understand why this is ridiculous. Okay. User KB Halen. I love it when these articles will refer to someone on Twitter as if it's fucking important. It's a fucking, oh, fat doctor responded. Oh, we're going to read that. I didn't know. Um, user KB Halen wrote so disappointing that the whale won the Oscar for best hair and makeup. Fat suits are harmful. Hmm. Um, they are not your opportunity to win awards. It's called acting. You cunt. Our identity is not your costume. Fatness is not an identity. It just goes to show these people want their attention. They want their hashtags. Fatness is not your costume. It's my identity. No, it's not. It's the result of your terrible habits, your identity. No, it's extra human on your body because you eat too much cake and you don't exercise and you don't get sunlight. You don't take care of yourself. It's our identity. Creepy, creepy. Diabetes is your identity. Morbidity is your identity. That's sick. Uh, cast fat actors to play fat characters. Yeah, because everyone can just act because they're fat. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the complaint appeared to resonate with the billion dollar soap brand, although several prominent Twitter users found Dove's complaint, a thinly veiled attempt to win the hearts of consumers and push more of their product. You don't fucking say, oh my God, Dove is trying to make money. Dove is trying to sell more soap. You don't fucking say, you don't fucking say. Dove commented on this oh, in order to virtue signal to sell more soap. Oh, wow. You don't say a company's trying to make money. How dare a company make money? 
goddamn capitalists. Shit. Are you telling me a business is trying to make money? <sighs> Mind blown. All right. Fat doctor UK once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How is she still alive? Um, what flag is that? What is that one? Is that the Scots? Is that Scottish? What's that flag on the left there? I can't see. What's that flag? Is that like the Scotland flag or something? Or I, I, I don't want to insult Scottish. I, I feel that's horrible if it's the case. I don't even know what those flags. Like, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of colors. She just literally opened up kid pics and just went. Uh oh. Oh no. Throwback, anyone? Jesus Christ. All the. How many colors do you want this flag? Yes. Yes. It's a national flag for Scotland. Oh my goodness gracious. I am so sorry to hear that. Yeesh. All right. Uh, once again, just a reminder that the whale was written by, directed by, and produced by, get ready for this, four thin white, I can't even say this without laughing. Um, okay. Once again, once, <laughs> how can you like be, how can this be an actual person? Seriously, how can this be an actual person? Once again, just a reminder that the whale was written by, directed by, and produced by four thin, white, rich, able-bodied, cisgender men. Oh, and check out its fat star, in quotes, who was celebrated and honored at the Oscars last night. What a fucking joke. Four thin, oh my God. It was produced by people that had enough money to produce it? All right. So how many let, let's yeah, how can you be this dumb? It just goes to show if she's actually like a I don't know. Is she actually a practicing doctor like physician? It just goes to show that if you have the money, they'll give you a degree. Like this kind of stuff just makes me believe even less in the educational system, especially in the UK. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. This thing can get can be an MD. Okay, I make me trust. I don't need any excuses to trust doctors less. That's for damn sure. Um, my God. Uh, let's see. So four thin, white, rich, able-bodied cisgender men. The cisgender thing is just make-believe. We'll just cut that off. It doesn't matter. Able-bodied. What does that mean? That they can walk? Okay. Okay, so let's do this. Let's, how many obese, poor, crippled, uh, can you say crippled nowadays? I just did. Um, Handicapable. Is that the opposite of able-bodied? How many fat, black, poor, like double amputeed, gay men are there that is that are ready to produce a movie anyone let's, let's do the opposite i am looking for four 
fat, black, or indigenous. I'll take anything with some, I'll take anything with melanin. Poor, like destitute. Handicapped, gay or non-binary, they's. Because you can't say men. Like, what's the opposite of all those things? Anyone ready to produce that film? Try, go, go find one. let's get a little tainty man let's wash that out of our fucking face oh my god was that not just ridiculous ridiculous (laughs) uh It's an honorary degree. I don't know. I, I, I've never actually looked. I don't want to be on a website. I don't, I don't need to see her website. I, I see. I, I've seen enough. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. All right. Let's do. We went long. That's what she said. Um, super long. And there's still like probably another inch to go. Um, so we can go deeper. We can go. We can go more. There's always a little bit more. Let's see here. Oh, these are pretty. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, not that we, that was the appetizer. That was the appetizer. This is like, this is a three-star Michelin podcast. We got like a 20 course meal. That was just, you know, we bring out the plate and there's just a little thing right in the middle. It's like, oh my God, it's so much food. I love the presentation. Give me a fucking steak that tastes good. Fuck your presentation with your goddamn basil. All right. I'm just getting, I'm just getting, uh, I'm getting cranky. I'm getting cranky. This one is called Fat Phobia is Cruel. It's 19 seconds, and then we'll go into maybe one more. Maybe we have time for two. Let's see what we got here. What's in the box? All right, here we go. Fat Phobia is Cruel. Here we go. Fat Phobia is literally so insidious and cruel. Like your face. Because why are we ashamed to go out in public with our bodies? Like, why? Because you don't have self-esteem, because you don't take care of yourself, and deep down you know you're just lying to yourself, and you don't feel good about yourself. I don't blame you. Uh, a lot of people don't, but that's why you train and you build self-confidence by overcoming difficult things and challenges and, you know, drop sets and forced reps and you push yourself and you feel good afterwards. You get those good hormone releases. You're sleeping well. You're getting sunlight. You're eating good food. You feel better. You feel better about yourself. You know, you can overcome challenges or you just make TikToks complaining. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. And be ashamed to go out in public with our bodies. Like, why are we made to feel like we have to hide? No one makes you feel that way. No one possibly, it's impossible for someone to make you feel that way. You happen to feel that way because you're projecting your, your low self-esteem and self-hatred on the world and pretending that other people think the same way. This is a common human thing. You assume that other people know what you know. You assume that other people think the way you think. You assume that other people use logic and common sense when obviously they don't. No one's making you feel like you have to hide. We appreciate the fact that you're hiding, but you don't have to. No one's forcing you to. I'm... I'm I'm just, I'm not against it. I'm in favor. I'm in favor. That's so fucked up. Truly. Okay. Are there any women here today? Mm. Uh, by the way, hashtag butt my thyroid for a chance to win today's swole card. Loud noises! Mm. All right. Woo-wee. 
All right, let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. We're here, we're deep, we're going, and we're going for it more. All right, we're just going deeper and deeper and deeper, and I can't stop. I can't stop. We have ooh, we have a Gwyneth Paltrow video. Ew. Um, and this one's the next one's a PSA. Uh, which one's worse? You know what? Let's do this one. This one says inter. No, the last one's inter. We're gonna end it with intermittent fasting. This one's called PSA. Let's do PSA first. What's in the box? And then the next one is intermittent fasting is an eating disorder. Ooh, I'm listening. Here's a public service ah. announcement. Did you know there's actually nothing wrong with being fat? Ugh. Just because a person is fat does Jesus not Christ. mean they are lazy, unhealthy, uh. or have unresolved trauma. Uh. I mean, sure. Maybe some people in larger bodies do experience these things, but thin people do to the same extent. Not true. Not true. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Of course, she's got consonants after her name, so that's a red flag. RD. Ah, nice. Nice. You paid for letters. Paid a 50 or 100 Gs for some letters. Nice. Nice. You could have just Googled. You could have just Googled some facts. You didn't have to spend all that money and time to be wrong. Ah, uh, fucking... God, Gary Busey looking trans Gary Busey. <laughs> okay. And sure, a person in a fat body might have a complicated relationship with food and their body, but this is also just as common in thin people because oh. we live in a culture obsessed with thinness and good and bad foods that change on a dime. We've been. I, th I don't think people realize how many individuals are unhealthy and sick and obese and overweight. Like how many it's like, this is a thin culture. There's a thin culture obsessed with thinness. Yo, everyone's fucking fat and unhealthy. Pretty much everyone, you know, those stats say 60 or 70% or 75%. I really do think it's like 90% of people. Okay. So not everyone is obese or overweight. Yeah. Thin people are unhealthy. Like just people are fucking unhealthy, mentally unwell, physically unwell. Let's not underestimate how many people are fucking sick in this country. Like sick in so many different ways. We are living in a culture obsessed with thinness. Well, regardless, people are unfucking healthy. So how about we stop worrying about who to blame? Let's stop worrying about the blame. And just, you know, can you imagine if any if these people just said, like, you know, I'm not going to blame everyone else. It's the culture. It's this. And everyone's thinking and fat people, fat people are good too. And then thin people get bad. What? Go eat some steak. Go eat some beef. Go to the fucking gym. Like, just do the things. Oh, but then you have nothing to complain about. It's not society. It's you. The information's out there. No one's stopping you from being healthier. No one's stopping you from being unobese. <sighs> and good and bad foods that change on a dime. We've been told from the time we were toddlers that people who are fat have done something wrong. Cake. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. Done something wrong? No, that was cause and effect. Poor habits will lead to poor outcomes. It's called educating your children. Do you want them to be sick and diabetic? 
or you educate them like, hey, eating garbage and not taking care of your health is not good. Okay. To deserve the state of their bodies and that thin people are morally superior because they've done something right. I think the only reason that this argument has like a shred of viability is because you keep using the term thin. You don't want to be fucking thin. Enough with this thin bullshit. It's not thin versus obese. It's fit. It's muscular. It's strong. It's capable and obese. Understand? It's athletic and obese. It's not thin and fucking frail. Enough with this thin bullshit. So you're making an argument that no one cares about. You're making it seem that anyone that's not obese is thin. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't be thin. I don't, I, I disagree. Don't be thin. That's not what people should want to be. That's not what is beneficial. Thin is weak. Thin. Ugh. Fuck that shit. Get swole. Go to the fucking gym. What a crock of bullshit. You can eat nothing but McDonald's and be in a thin body and treat your body very poorly. And you uh, Again, what the fuck are you talking about? You can be in a fat body and treat your body like a temple. Bodies come in all shapes and sizes. One is not better than the other. What is the best move to silence a woman? Fucking hell. All right, let's move right along. Um... I do think that's needs that's it's very important to like really eradicate this thin nonsense. It's not about being thin. It's about making fucking gains. It's about being strong and capable. Any of you want to be thin? Any of you want to be thin? Anyone thin? Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. All right, let's do this last one. Um, IF is an eating disorder. Intermittent fasting is an eating disorder. Tell me more. What's in the box? You have 15 minutes to tell me more. What's your wellness routine look like now? I eat dinner early. Hi, it's Kale, your Jesus Christ, these stitches, like, there's no context. What is this guy wearing? Is he a Sherpa? What is he wearing? That sweater looks itchy as fuck, by the way. What's your wellness routine look like now? I eat dinner early. Hi, it's Kale, your fat positive therapist. And and there's the preface to not take anything that comes after this seriously. Hi, it's Kayla, your fat positive therapist, a.k.a. I'm going to put my arm around you and just facilitate. And um, what's the term? <laughs> and I'm going to um, affirm all your disorders. Fat positive therapist. Run. AKA Grifty McGrifterson. That's an eating disorder. So not feeding oh. your body, restricting significantly. It's not an eating disorder. It's not good for you. It's absolutely. Fasting is like the number one thing that we know of that can increase longevity. Fasting is fantastic for the body. You've evolved to not be constantly satisfied. Obviously, you've never tried it. This woman has never tried intermittent fasting. Um, intermittent fasting is not two hours between snacks. Okay. That's not what intermittent fasting is. FYI. And the privilege that you must have to spend all of your day fixating on what you put into your body. going to pause you right there. Actually, intermittent fasting is not fixating all day. It's quite the opposite. You're actually not worried about food for the majority of the day. And then you're eating food within a 
time-restricted eating window. In other words, eating the majority of your calories th between four hours and six hours, for example. So it's actually not fixating all day. It's the opposite. The irony is thick. Like, that's wildly impressive. Please. Talk about oxymorons, you know, minus the oxy. You have, her name is Fat Positive Therapist. It's like obese diet coach or weak trainer. I'm your weak personal trainer. I'm your stupid teacher. Well, that's pretty common, but you see the point, like, you know. Mm. Don't do this. Just feed yourself. You deserve food. You deserve to have energy. You deserve to have space in your brain to live life and enjoy things. Wow. Um, I'm just going to, mm, you deserve, you don't deserve anything. You have to earn that shit. Okay. Uh, you deserve good health. I just, I, I, I agree. You deserve if you've earned it, you should be earning your food and doesn't have to be this weird psychological, like, Oh my God, I don't deserve it. I have to earn it. I have to exercise so much in order to eat. You should be doing physical activity. Go for a walk. I'm not saying you have to be Mr. Olympia. My God, would it kill you to actually use your musculoskeletal system would it kill you to actually move would it kill you to do one of the few things you can consciously do with your body everything else is pretty much autonomic except for muscle you know actually controlling your physical body in space could you do that once in a while i, I, I don't want to put you out i don't, I don't want to put you out i don't want to you know go out a limb and just ask you to move i know that could be intimidating it can be in intimidating moving through multiple planes i just like ice cream bagels have a good day shut up bitch <laughs> Let's give away today's swole card. Let's give it away. Fucking bullshit. Tainty man. <laughs> Howard's asshole is not fixed. It's it's not fixed at all. It's fucking epic. Duck prolapse. All right. Emotional damage. Let's give away today's swole card. All right. Hashtag butt my thyroid. God damn. Talk about. Talk about thyroid. All right. Here we go. Drum roll. Falcon. Jesus Christ. Make sure you hit that like button. My goodness. What a show. What a man cast. What a. That was a sleaze. A sleaze cast. I'm telling you. Sleaze cast. I'll tell you what, fam, uh, it's well-deserved. We had an awesome, awesome Swole Fam post. 
let's give it up. Let's give it up for Mark. Mark is the winner of today's fucking swole card. I think this post, this post was goaded. Good job, Mark. And thank you for serving in Chicago. We, um, we all are huge fans. Uh, congratulations, Mark. Send us an email to sportsenormous.com. Swole card 2504 in the subject. Your mailing address in the bio. The email. Fantastic post. Everyone drop some biceps and gorillas and um, support for Mark. Rocking it. Good for you. And we'll take a soundboard request, Mark. And we wish you the best for your thyroid. I do think that your thyroid's teetering. It's on the edge. Save the thyroid. Save the thyroid. Come on, don't bullshit me. What the hell kind of country is this where I can only hate a man if he's white? I like to caress rusty spoons. Oh, what a man cast. My God. Traumatic. Traumatizing. I'm the one that's suffering from trauma. No one loves me and my identity. I'm the one that's traumatized. This man cast has traumatized me. We got you. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response Tainty man. even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Oh, Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Let's fucking go. Shampoo my crotch. I got hairy legs. Boys have a penis, girls have vagina. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Come on, man. Oh, it's liver time. The ice, Joe. Never mind. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. After dick on and jamming into the ass. A jelly donut? No hands. Coast to coast. Very nice. Nailed it, fam. Fucking nailed it. All right, fam. Thank you so much for being here. Let me crank up this hog. Okay, fam, I just got a new anchor. It's, that winch is nice. 
Fam, thank you for being here. I uh, appreciate your time and attention. Make sure you share the podcast, leave us a review. Anywhere you listen, bang your ear holes, uh, share the stream, and join the fam today, soulnormalsex.com. Enjoy those new releases, the new yoga class, the new yin class, uh, and check out those new drops over at papasolio.com. Remember to use code DAILYSWOL for 10% off. We'll be back here tomorrow for the Thursday Sleazecast. Beaches. We'll see you then. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose. Ya boy, Papa Solio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap. All these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad.